It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mid Street Veterinary Group, joining me on this Thursday afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia. And you are very welcome. Uh, we've been talking a lot about animals uh, this week, in, in particular with that dreadful attack on that little boy in uh, Wexford. Those dogs, and, and I know in that case it was a, an American, it was a pit bull terrier that uh, attacked that little boy. Those dogs that are on the restricted list, we've had some listeners say they own some of those dogs and that they're the most gentle, most placid dogs. Do you understand the reason why they're on that restricted list? 
okay, yeah. So it, it is a, you know, it's a an absolutely terrifying thing to have happen and I know there's been a, a, a lot of a lot of media attention with it in that tragic case this week. Um restricted breeds are always a controversial topic. Um what I would say I suppose there's legislation in place at the moment that has kind of um uh, identified restricted breeds and measures that have to be put in place if they're in a public place for example that they're muzzled they're held on a short lead by somebody strong enough to hold them that's uh, kind of of an adult age not a not a kid so there are let's say measures in place to deal with deal with certain breeds now I completely understand the viewpoint that let's say they listeners out there may have breeds that are on the restricted list and in a home environment they're you know you know they could be soft cuddly uh, you know creatures I think the thing is is that I suppose any dog big small indifferent on a restricted list or not on a restricted list if they're in a situation where for some reason their behavior is manifesting as aggressive they have the capacity to do damage but what I will say is the restricted breeds um, that are kind of on the on the list as regards legislation I under my understanding of it is is that the concern is that they would have the capacity just given that their their stature and I suppose the jobs that they were bred for originally hundreds of years ago they would have the capacity to do untold damage should they get into a situation where they bit somebody so although any breed in any situation has the capacity to to do damage if they're fearful or aggressive it is the case, I suppose, that certain breeds, because their stature and build, would have the capacity to do a lot of damage. So I suppose what I would say in that situation is, you know, there is legislation in place. And I know it is a controversial topic ongoing, but, you know, human safety has yeah. to be paramount. But yeah, we I, did, I, I didn't realise the, the that the until we, we had an expert on from the DSPCA. I didn't realise mm-hmm. that the, the pit bulls, the, the bull terriers, they were actually bred to take down a bull. They have the strength to take down mm. a bull. Yeah, so some of, I suppose, interestingly, some of the breeds that will be on the restricted list and, and, and many other breeds, although they may have really lovely personalities, you know, they were bred as working dogs, many of these dogs, and, and they were bred for big jobs. For example, taking down bulls, fighting bears, you know, they're, they're, I suppose, as, as regards of a purpose for their breed in in this day and age I, I know they may be lovely dogs but they were bred for a different time for for yeah. a different job and some of those dogs will struggle in a home environment some won't but I think we really have to be mindful of everybody's safety just given the capacity if they got a fight or became aggressive that they would have the capacity to do a lot of damage that's not their fault I suppose the rela- the, the responsibility falls both on the owner and the pet um, but you know there's no getting around the fact that some of these are very big dogs they were you know made to take down bulls and bears and you know if if we have a small child or a person that's in the line of fire then it becomes a very serious situation yeah okay let's get straight into uh questions help please i've got a male Bijan freeze 18 months old very well behaved except uh he he gets himself into a desperate state if i leave the room and he's left behind in the room. Now, he's perfect overnight. He'll start barking. Now he started cocking his leg at the end of the table. I'm at, I'm at my wits end. Any advice will be most welcome. He just doesn't want to be on his own for any short period of time. OK, that's a really difficult situation, certainly. But one I hear about very commonly, unfortunately, I think particularly over the past few years, we have to think about, well, you know, if we have a dog that's certainly grown up over the past few years over the pandemic, they grew up in a very different environment to you or I would 
being normally. So they will have grown up with, you know, an owner around the house probably a lot of the time if, if they were working from home, the whole family at home in some cases. They're used to having people and noise around and not being left alone. Now, if that's the case in this pet's case, it may just be that the return to normality is, is not quite what it expected given what it had grown up with. Um, if it's an older pet, you know, they, they adjust very quickly to having a lot more people around the house. I would say it does sound like separation anxiety to me. Um, I think certainly inappropriate urination is something we see quite a lot with that, in addition to kind of vocalisation, barking, because they're panicking. I think a lot of the time it's making them feel comfortable and doing it in short bursts initially. So I think there will be a certain amount of perseverance and training involved. If you try and, I suppose, make it a short thing so that they know you're coming back, um, try and give them a distraction while you're gone so something to play with perhaps a stuffed toy so you can get these great things like plastic things one of the brands are Kong and you can stuff them with lots of tasty treats or, or if they're on a weight control diet even some of their own meal and they have to, to work a little bit harder to get to it and that's quite mentally fulfilling for them and that's the number one I think I would recommend is give them something to occupy their brain whilst you leave the room and after a little while it may be that they may tolerate short periods of time away from you and you can gradually begin to stretch that out but obviously always remembering they will need people in contact with them regularly lots of toilet breaks because you don't want them to be panicking inside needing to do their their wheeze and poos and not being able to get out but it is a difficult situation if you are struggling and if they are struggling to adjust i'd maybe advise having a chat to your vet and see if they could recommend a qualified veterinary behaviourist that may be able to assess the situation for your pet in your own home and assess what might be what might be some triggers for their anxiety and what can be done to help them. Yeah, and and you've hit the nail on the head. The fact that it's 18 months old, it was it's it's it, all its little life so far has been during pandemic times. Mm-hmm. So it's it's, it's very different times. OK, Lisa is a Cocker Spaniel, a six year old, loves to walk even in the rain. But Lisa has noticed with the damp wet weather that we've been having when she gets home she ends up with that wet doggy smell somebody has suggested getting a doggy rain coat for the cocker spaniel and she's wondering your opinion on coats for dogs (laughs) okay so coats for dogs another controversial issue so (laughs) essentially i i would say coats for dogs are not a bad thing as long as you're very mindful of their temperature when they're out and about, if it's raining, like us, we put a coat on. I don't see any real ethical problem with popping a, a well-fitting, comfortable coat onto your pet to keep the rain off. And that might, I suppose, make them more comfortable as they run around. They're less soaking wet when they come back and make your life a little bit easier too, having less drying up to do. Um, but what I will say is you need to be really mindful that it fits well, is comfortable it doesn't restrict their movement. And I suppose one other thing to be mindful of is for those out, listeners out there that might have coats on their dogs, not just when they're out walking for, let's say, rain and wet dog prevention purposes, is that you need to be really careful. If you have a, a coat on your dog in the house, you need to constantly assess their temperature. So if they're showing any signs of, of being overheated, panting, restlessness, for example, I think you really, really need to be very mindful that they can't tell us when they need to take their jacket off. If we were warm in that house, we have to take a layer off and they don't have that luxury of being able to do that themselves. So we have to really proactively monitor their temperature. A really handy thing to do is to slide your hand in underneath the jacket and you know, feel the temperature. If it's really, really, really toasty warm, maybe assess your pet. Are they restless? Are they panting? Do I need to remove a layer? Do I need to remove the coat? And in lots of warm, centrally heated homes these days, you know, the ambient temperature is more than adequate for most pets. They, in vast majority of cases, unless they're very lean, old, geriatric, 
they won't need a jacket in a normal environment. But certainly a rain jacket is no harm in this situation. Okay, and a final one in a five year old collie dog has started eating grass. It's only happened in recent weeks. Is he lacking in something? He is neutered. Okay, so. He's neutered. Okay, so eating grass is another really common thing we see. So classically, it used to be something we'd associate with a pet feeling ill. So sometimes they will eat grass to almost make themselves feel, make themselves get sick because they're feeling nauseous. But we know some recent studies have shown that actually grass eating can be habit based um, and not associated with nausea. So it really depends. If your pet is otherwise really well in himself, it may just be habit, but it's uh, it's a new habit by the sounds of it, and anything new is something to be investigated. If you're in any doubt, take him to your vet to get checked out it's very unlikely he's lacking in something so a behavior where they eat inappropriate things objects stones grass for example is something called pika and it's overwhelmingly uncommon in dogs and cats it's usually more common that they're feeling nauseous or it's pure habit um, but if you're in any doubt get him checked out by the vet if you've noticed any other signs for example vomiting and um, going off food then that's a big red flag that you need to need to see the vet and get it checked out okay and there's somebody looking for advice on on an older uh, pet an older dog but i'll hold on to that until next week because i'm not going to get a chance to get to it today listen jane thank you for that have a lovely week and uh, we'll, talk, we'll talk again uh, next week. That is uh, Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket. And that is part of the uh, veterinary, uh, part of the Mill Street Veterinary uh, Group. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.